I don't know how that translates on Zoom. If, <laughs> if we're like in sync and everything, but I thought it was worth a go. I felt like we had to get hyped up because we got something new for the church right now, Nate. We got a little bit of a challenge. This is a different kind of episode for our podcast feed. But we important. are doing a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we're like, we are such a chill church. I know. You know, like, if you want to do this, if you want to get in a life group, if you want to serve, if you want to give, we're real chill. But now we're doing a challenge. Let's go. So, Nate, I, I had talked with you, I feel like maybe like oh, a couple of weeks ago, we were just talking about, you know, just like our own personal growth as men, as husbands. And we're talking about the church and like how we could, you know, continue to encourage people to grow in their faith and in their lives. And I had a really great time talking to you about that. And then the other day, you're just like, hey, Monzo, I think we got to do, we got to do something. We got to do a challenge. So you had some thoughts in your mind. Can you give us just like, what's in your heart right now for this challenge? Man, what's like the precursor to the challenge? And tell us what the challenge is. In a sense, bro, the challenge is just what I encourage and exhort people to do all the time. So this isn't yeah. like, hey, you know, now that we're in um, shelter in place time, now you should read your Bible and pray every day. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. For me, this is something I think that we should be doing every day. There are none of these things that are part of our rules for the challenge or yeah. to complete the challenge that I think are unique to this time. However, I do think that they're uniquely helpful in this time mm. in some special ways. So, yeah, the challenge is really simple. You know, the challenge is to. Uh, for every single day during our entire shelter in place. And obviously it's kind of open-ended. We don't know exactly when it's going to end. I think May 3rd or 4th was when they said it might end, but you know, nothing's official. Everything changes all the time with this, uh, you know, pandemic. So we'll see when this is actually over with, but every day. Uh, and I'm so by every day, what do we mean? Every day, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every day, start every day with Bible reading and prayer. Come on. Number two, 40 minutes of exercise. Let's go. Number three, 10 pages read from a spiritually edifying book. I'm excited Number about that one. Four, yeah, that's a good one. Number four, check the news, a maximum of twice daily that we're going to talk about that one and then number five give something genuine daily so this could be money a compliment scripture time a phone call but you need to give something not to yourself i, I get it that's a big message today <laughs> treat yourself but we need to give something daily to someone else that's good during this whole challenge that's my challenge during this season that we're in of sheltering in place. I love it, man. So daily challenge, five things to accomplish each day. All these things are, like you said, things that, you know, I think the pastoral team is encouraging the church to partake in. I think these are things that people in our church 
would like to do, but maybe they're having a hard time like finding the time to do it. Um, life gets in the way, things like that. So this challenge is just to kind of like shock the system, right? This is to kind of like just shake things up, go for it and dive in, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, you know me, Riley, this, and you know the conversations that we've been having, you know, offline about some of these types of things. And for me, you know, these aren't exactly shock the system kind of <laughs> numbers. <laughs> you know, I, if I really wanted it to be hardcore, hardcore, probably oh, yeah. differently than this. But I just wanted something that was, you know, the, the, the thing to me that is really challenging about it isn't doing all these things for one day. Right. But it's, it's doing all of these things every day I love until it. this challenge in, or the shelter in place ends. You know, all of these things are probably things that lots of the people in the church do many times each yes. week, right. but to do them every day with discipline during the whole time of the sheltering in place, I think that's going to be what's most difficult. 100%. Okay, can we talk about the rules real quick? Let's do it. Okay, so let's just break it down a little bit so we kind of know where we're going with things. So number one was to start every day with Bible and prayer. So Nate, what, what are you thinking with this? Like how much Bible, how much prayer? Do you think people should start somewhere? What are you thinking for this? Yeah, so here's my thing, man. This is the honor system. This is not legalism. This is not us creating an amount of time or an amount of chapters or anything like that. Look, you know, everybody out there knows what their situation is. So if you're at home right now and you have no kids in the house and you are having leisurely mornings that last three and a half hours and you then go to your Bible to start the day and you read, you know, two verses from a Psalm and then you recite the Lord's prayer in 20 seconds and you call it a wrap. I think you're not really catching the spirit of what we're saying here. Mm -hmm. You have a little bit more time to be able to read more of God's word, maybe journal about it, you know, things like that, interact with it in that way. And then to spend time, maybe going for a walk or on your knees before God, spending a lengthier time in prayer. Some of you are emergency services and you've got to be at the hospital at 5 a.m. And so for you, this is going to look different. It might look a little bit more like the read a psalm and say the Lord's Prayer. But I didn't want to put some kind of number on it or some kind of rule attached to it. Just the rule is mm. start your day whenever it starts and however long you feel is appropriate before God uh, in, in the Bible, reading scripture and in prayer. And you know my jam, Riley, it's a bookmark mm -hmm. in the new, a bookmark in the old. So right now I'm cruising through Second Chronicles at about three or four chapters a setting. I'm reading the book of Revelation, a chapter at a time. And then I begin each morning by reading a psalm. And I uh, do that for my reading time. And then I go for a walk and spend time mm. in prayer. That's what works for me. That's my schedule, my life, my rhythm, my pace. Um, and that's what I can do during this season. But I think each one of us has to take it to the Lord and say, how do you want me to start the day with yeah. the Bible and with prayer? I love that. That's so good. It's, it's freeing and doable for people. That's so good. Okay. You, you alluded to it just a moment ago, walking and praying, but you're talking about 40 minutes of exercise daily as the, the number two rule. 
So is this gotta be like intense kind of exercise? Is this just like walking around, you know? What, what is this? So to me, again, saying it this way makes it accessible for nearly everyone. You know, 40 minutes of exercise each day. What I'm not saying is that someone who is 83 years old needs to get on to the CrossFit website and look up the workout for the day. Oof, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But think about your life and where you're at and what you, where your fitness level is at. And it just might mean that you go for two 20-minute walks each day. It might mean that you go for one 40-minute walk in a day. It might mean that you go for a hike or a run or a bike ride, which, you know, thank God we're still allowed mm -hmm. to do even as we shelter in place. Yeah. Uh, some of you, you might need to make some adjustments, though, to this particular um, part of the challenge. And, um, you know, if, and what I mean is if you're, if you're, um, have an underlying condition, you you feel unsafe going outside or something like that, then you might need to do a workout video. You might need to climb stairs and, you know, do repeats of those. You might need to do some kind of, you know, body weight thing, air squats, push-ups. Um, that type of thing in order to stay inside your dwelling place to get the workout done, you know, prison cell style workout, <laughs> you know. Um, but I think for the most part, we could get out and, you know, spend at least 40 minutes a day working our bodies physically. And I think this is going to have um, great, um, I think this helps us not just physically and taking care of our physical man, which is important, but I think a lot of Christians have underestimated how much exercise can help their spiritual man and yeah. their emotional health, you know, right. just kind of letting things kind of detox out of their bodies as they get out and get the blood moving and, and mm. use the bodies that God's given to them. So good, man. So yeah, you had mentioned before this too, that maybe another substitute might have to do with a diet plan? Do you want to get into that for a second? Yeah, you know, I realize that there might be some people who say, I cannot exercise uh, 40 minutes a day. Now, I would challenge you to make sure that that is a legitimate statement. Uh, you know, some might say, I'm a mom, I can't work out 40 minutes a day. Well, are you sure? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my, maybe you're a single mother, you have little children, you're trying to work from home and, and it's just crazy. And even after they go to bed, you've got no gas left in the tank to be able to go hop on the treadmill or do a workout video or something like that. But I've just found that so often we're really, really quick to say, mm -hmm. I can't do something. Right. Uh, yeah. But, you know, perhaps a husband can watch the kids for a little bit. Perhaps the kids, while they're watching a show, you can hop on the treadmill or do a workout video in the bedroom or something like that. So I think that there are ways that, that a lot of times we can get this done. Mm, However, right. if at the end of the day you say, you know, I really, I can't do this, you know, maybe physically there's some kind of reason why I just shouldn't be exercising. Um, or legitimately, I've come to the conclusion that even if I fight for it, I can't find that time in my schedule. If that's the case, then I would replace this with a secondary physical challenge. And that challenge would be to choose a healthy, nutritious uh, diet. I'm not saying like a lose weight diet, but just a nutrition mm -hmm. plan right. that is healthy 
that you are going to stick to every single day during this challenge. Don't cheat it, don't fudge on it, just stick to it every single day and say, you know, I can't do the exercise part, but I can make a physical commitment or a commitment to my physical health by sticking with a nutrition plan that is good for me. Yeah, that's you know, great. which is a big one and I think important anyways. You know, I was gonna say during yeah. this time. It's like we're sheltering in place. We could all, you know, gain fifty pounds during this time. So <laughs> it's a good idea for all of us. But as far as a challenge, you know, being like yeah. real stern with it, maybe that's what you'd need to do for number two. I love that. That's a great alternative as well. Okay, so we got exercise, maybe substituting with the diet thing if it really doesn't work out to exercise. And number three, 10 pages from a spiritually edifying book daily. Can you just help us qualify? Like what, what kind of spiritual edifying book are you talking about? You're talking about just, you're not talking about just the Bible. You're talking about actually like a book that can help with your spiritual life. Yeah. You know, we're obviously saying you're going to start the day with Bible reading and prayer, and you might even want to just attach this portion hmm. to that time. And just say, look, there's a devotional I'm reading or a, a Bible study that I'm reading, a marriage book that I'm reading, a personal growth book that I'm reading, uh, something that, you know, feeds and nourishes your spiritual man. Now, some people get blessed and edified by, you know, more of like a self-helpy, you know, kind of content. But I think what I'm driving at is, uh, messages that will point you to the Lord. You know, a lot of times those self-help messages, they point you inward. You know, you can do it. You're strong. Here are some hacks and tips for life. And sometimes those hacks and tips can be helpful. But what I'm talking about are, you know, whether it's a Bible study, whether it's a, you know, a scriptural exposition uh, or a devotional, something written by a pastor or a a Christian professor, something that gives you light from mm -hmm. God's word, uh, helps point you to Jesus, reminds you of the gospel. You know, there's tons of recommendations out there. I've been recommending a book every single month, the last mm -hmm. few months on my right. website. So there's a lot that, that could be read, but something that, you know, obviously when I say spiritual, I'm talking about the spiritual man is according to scripture and yeah. the answers in scripture that help with the spiritual man right. not things outside of scripture so yeah um, you know if you need some recommendations ask your life group leader hmm. uh, and we'll we'll get you some you know books that you can read but that's that's where i'm going with this yeah i love that man 10 pages a day i mean i picked up a book yesterday that had a little over 200 pages and uh that can be kind of intimidating for me you know I know a lot of people read a lot more or, or less, but I was like, man, if I read 10 pages a day, I'd kill this book in less than a month. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have it done in 20 days and some room left over to start a whole new book that month. Totally. That could be a really like a big victory for I think a lot of us, which is awesome. Yeah, at uh, a 10 page per day pace uh, throughout a year, that'd be, you know, what is that? 36,000 words that you would mm. read yeah. and, uh, or pages that you would read, excuse me. Right. And you know, a lot of books are about 250 pages. So, you know, you would get a lot of work done, you know, maybe yeah, 15, totally. 20 books that you'd read in a year just by reading 10 pages a day. Yeah. So good. Cool. And, and like pastor Nate said, if you guys need book recommendations, please go to nateholders.com. Nate's got some stuff up there 
or um, if you're on your phone listening to this, just open up Instagram and shoot us a direct message or something. We'd love to be able to get some books um, kind of rumbling around in your brain for sure. There you go. Okay, number four. Let's talk about this one. Check the news a maximum of twice daily. Mm-hmm. This one takes discipline. Yeah. Partly it takes discipline because the news is just kind of thrust on us all the time. I know it's true. You know? Yeah. It's, like hard to, yeah, it's hard to remove yourself from it and get away from it. So you really have to kind of um, cultivate your streams mm. and make sure that you're not being bombarded. You Facebook users out there, this oh, is yeah. going to be really hard for you because a lot of your new, a lot of your Facebook feeds have become news feeds. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to really watch out for that. You guys know me; I'm not a social media guy, and I'm a proponent of people that are on social media having a set check-in time once a week that they give themselves to social media or something like that, so mm-hmm. that they can have control of that environment rather than letting it control them throughout the week. But Uh, That said, uh, you know, you're going to have to really kind of be disciplined with how you consume your news. So for me, this usually looks like listening to a news podcast that lasts me 10 minutes Mm -hmm. uh, and then having one 10 or 15 minute time each day where I check in online and look at news uh, that way. Uh, But to me, this is an important one throughout all of life. Uh, but I think is especially important during this time. Yeah. And the reality is like the coronavirus, COVID-19, it is a big deal. It's a big deal throughout the whole world. It's even a big deal here on the Monterey Peninsula or the Monterey County. But if you give yourself too much to the news, you might come away with the conclusion that if you went outside and breathed in the air, you mm. would fall down dead. Yeah. within a matter of minutes. I mean, right. it just the, the, it, the amount of coverage is just massive. And again, we understand why it's a huge deal. It's a big issue. But do we really need to consume all the reports that are out there constantly? You can check in tomorrow. You can see what the progress is. You know you're doing the right thing, sheltering yeah. in place, being safe, taking care of your family. You know, so just guarding your mind, I think, Mm. is important. And an overconsumption of all that, it has psychological ramifications. It will bring you down. Mm -hmm. Uh, It will discourage you. So I'm not saying we need to stick our head in the sand and act like we don't understand or we don't know what's going on. Uh, We need to be astute. We need to see what's happening in our world. And we need to be compassionate about all these things. But an overconsumption of the news. I, I don't think there's anybody that would argue that that's not possible. It is yeah. possible. Many of us give into it and, and uh, you know, just watch out for, you know, that thing. I love that. Just guarding your mind. That's really good. Well, cool, Nate. So that's the first four. And we got one last rule for the day. Actually, before we go to that, what, what times are you going to be checking the news, you think? throughout the day, like maybe like once in the morning and in the afternoon or what are you going to yeah, try to Usually do? for me, I do my little news podcast uh, that I listen to. I'll listen to that while I'm eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that might be around nine o'clock. I usually get up, have dev- devotions and then do some work, do some studying and writing. And then around nine, nine thirty, eat breakfast. So I'll often listen right about there. And then usually when I knock off at the end of the mm-hmm. day, 
I'll do one little check-in. See what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That sounds like a good rhythm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, cool. Four rules, fifth rule. This one's really special. It has to do with just a lot of generosity. So give something genuine daily. Can you talk about this? Maybe talk about just why that entered your mind too, to put that on the list. Well, partly it came into my mind because there's people that are, you know, because they're being asked to shelter in place. They're yeah. being uh, told that their jobs are not essential or even if they are essential, their hours and uh, have gone down, their businesses have been greatly impacted. Obviously millions of Americans filing for unemployment right now. This is a catastrophic time economically for our nation, for so many in our community. And so, you know, when I think about that, I just think, well, you know, obviously uh, it'd be very difficult for Christians to carry everybody in yeah. their you know vicinity financially mm -hmm. but through generosity we can you know help alleviate that pain at least a little bit so i was just thinking about that you know the 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 giving of finances and how that could be a blessing to people that are really hurting during this time but is money the only thing that we can give absolutely not you know it might be that we give uh, the gift of like you're at the grocery store doing your run and you see paper towels and they mm -hmm. don't have too bad of a limit. So you could buy one for that elderly person, you know, that it can't leave their home, you know, and so you grab those and deliver it to them. And it's a gift from you. I mean, never before has a roll of toilet paper been like a cherished <laughs> gift and possession. And by yeah. the way, if you're a Christian out there and you've hoarded these things, shame on you. That's yeah. not right. You right. should be giving away toilet paper during this challenge. Yeah. Um, but it could also be not just goods or finances that are given, uh, but we can give things digitally. So mm -hmm. perhaps That's it's, right. you know, you know, someone in your family that would love to hear from you. And in the midst of a busy day, it's a sacrifice, but you call them. Uh, mm -hmm. or perhaps it's sending an encouraging scripture to someone in your life group, writing a note or a card yeah. to somebody. The, the United States Postal, Postal Service is still delivering mail, you know, so writing something out to somebody else and sending it to them, mm. sending a compliment to somebody. I think there's a lot of ways that we can give to people, even if you just made a determination, I'm going to give a scripture to someone else yeah, I love that. every day of this challenge. You'd have plenty of people in your life during the whole shelter in place time that you could give that gift to but just yeah. bring it to the lord say god what do you want me to give today who can i give to today mm -hmm. let's be a generous people that's so good i was even thinking about people who maybe have like a special skill or gifting you know i think about somebody who's an artist that they could draw something really beautiful and put in somebody's mailbox and that could oh, be a really encouragement rad. you know or somebody who maybe can write a song and just send it to somebody like, hey you're in my mind and I wrote this for you. Like, I hope this blesses you. It's like, you can use your giftings to actually bless somebody, give them a gift. You may think it's just really simple for you, but that could be a real blessing for someone else. It doesn't have to always be money. It can be something that just flows out of you really naturally. So I, I love that giving something genuine daily. I think that that's a great practice to build into our even life. Like a, even more than just a verse, but like a, 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 a thought that you yeah. have that points people to Jesus, you know, totally. from the, the sermon this weekend, uh, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about on Sunday is the utter anonymity that so many of the disciples 
and apostles ministered to Jesus with, you know, that we just don't know a lot about them. Yeah. They, uh, some of them, you know, we don't know what they did and all of that. And so, you know, you don't have to write a post that goes out to 10,000 people in yeah. your blog audience. It could right. be that you write a little devotional thought for your mom or yeah. for a friend of yours or something like that as you're mm -hmm. thinking about them. So good. So everyone, that's the challenge. Start every day with Bible and prayer. Exercise for 40 minutes. Read 10 pages from a spiritually edifying book. Check the news a maximum of twice daily. And just give something genuine daily. What a great rhythm for your life. I really encourage you to prioritize these things in your life. You know, it can be fun to start off a challenge like this and have some steam for the first five days and then get tired or forget things, you know, as, you know, different things just come up in your life. And I always encourage you to maybe even write these things down, put them on your mirror put them like on the back of your phone, make a screensaver, put it on your phone and uh, just put some effort into doing these things. Because I think that when we become better people, the people around us are bettered as well. And we really want to be a blessing for people, be the hands and feet of Jesus during this time, serving the people, obviously taking care of ourselves and being healthy and all that. But using what God's given us to really bless people. So mm -hmm. I really encourage people to do that. But Nate, do you have any closing thoughts about the challenge? And, I, and then well, I got to ask you something I, about <laughs> something that you mentioned that you're going to mention okay. in the, the sermon, but anything about yeah. the challenge? No, I just, I, and you and me, when we were going back and forth via Google Docs, kind of talking about this, you said the goal is becoming a better you for God, yourself, and the people around you. And what a better, what better, uh, what, what better thing could this shelter in place be used for by yeah. God in our lives? You know, this is, this is what we want. This is who we are. Some people, yeah. of course, uh, that are, especially those, you know, in places where there are, you know, tons of cases of mm. COVID-19. You know, I think at the point of this recording, we have 53 confirmed cases right. all throughout Monterey County. So mm -hmm though it's probably out there at a, you know, higher numbers than, than just those 53, there's not, you know, a ton of activity. I think the other day I heard there were two people at uh, Salinas Valley Memorial mm -hmm. Hospital yeah. with COVID-19. So it's just not this rampant thing yet. But, you know, I've talked to friends that are in New York City right. who are asking yeah. for supplies, medical supplies to be sent to their apartment so they can load up their SUVs and deliver them to the hospital. You know, there are a lot of Christians that are, you know, right now taking their lives. You know, I've heard of some internationally and some, you know, here in the United States who, whether because they work in the medical field or they're just missionaries or they're just concerned citizens, they're laying their lives on the line to try to help other people and reach out to other people. And, um, you know, of course, non-Christians are doing this as well during this time. Uh, but uh, I love that idea, you know, that we're here for the people around us, but we can also use this time to become better for God, better for ourselves and better for the people yeah. around us. So Amen. let's let God redeem this time. And, and yeah, it's uh, good. you know, again, no pressure, Calvary, you don't have to do this <laughs> pastoral mandate or anything, but it's just <laughs> kind of came to my heart this week. Yeah. Like, you know, Christians are called to be tough people in tough yeah, times. That's right. We can be by the power of the spirit. So Let's do some of these basic things, commit to them every single day, and be strong in the midst of, of this, uh, this trial. 
Let's go, man. I love it. Okay, before we go, um, you mentioned in the the sermon for Sunday that you and your family had a bracket system about Disney characters, right? Okay, so what this was... Tell us about uh, this. Okay, so I'll back up and just say every summer when a school break comes, our family sits down and we make a Holdridge family summer bucket list where we write out different things that we want to do during the summertime. You know, it might be that we want to go pick apples. You know, it might be that we want to go to the beach. It might be that we want to play a whole, you know, full scale version of Monopoly. You know, it could just be all kinds (laughs) of, we want to go see, we want to watch the Star Wars, um, you know, franchise, all episodes, you know, or something like that. So we write those down. So when we heard the shelter in place order, that's what we did. We sat down and we wrote out a Holdridge family shelter in place bucket list. Okay. So one of the things on our bucket list was to um, sit down and, you know, I don't know. I know Riley, you're not like a major sports fan, but uh, (laughs) college (laughs) college basketball, every March, they have this thing called March Madness. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yes. It's where they take the 64 top college basketball teams in the United States, male teams and female teams. They each have their own tournament. And those 64 teams are form this huge bracket where it's a single elimination tournament where they play each other until it gets whittled down. The first round, 64, turns into 32. Mm-hmm. Then 32 turns into 16, then 16 turns into eight, then eight turns into four, which turns into two. And then those two square off for an ultimate championship game. One that's right. Game, okay. It doesn't always mean that that's the best team in the nation. Mm-hmm. It just means that they won that tournament. Yeah, they won right. every single matchup that they had. So what we did is we sat down and we did this as a family for the Pixar characters. Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Pixar only. I got on Wikipedia and we just looked at a list of all the Pixar characters that there were. I thought, bro, I thought we would have like 32 characters. It was 128 characters. Double March Madness. Wow. All right. So we, and then we just, because there's five of us, we can place a vote on each matchup and somebody's going to win each matchup. It's either going to be three to two or four to one or five to nothing. So, uh, you know, our number one seeds throughout the tournament, because it was uh, this huge bracket, there were eight number one seeds. It was Nemo (laughs) from Finding Nemo. Classic. Yep. Remy from Ratatouille. Okay. Russell from Up. Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. and Monsters University. Yeah. Wally from Okay. Wally. Yeah, yeah. Woody from Toy Story. Oh yeah. Forky from Toy Story, who's a huge, <laughs> he's popular around here. Okay, okay. And then Dory from Finding Nemo. Those were our number one seeds. We had number two seeds also that were real similar, the big names, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we just had random characters, you know, like, let me pick one out of here. We had Frozone's wife from The Incredibles. <laughs> she's, never even, she's never even on screen. Never you see her screen. voice, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But she just, we love her because she's just always heckling Frozone, you know? <laughs> And she made a little run, actually, if I if I could find it. She beat a couple her. people. I think she Good made it her. into the second or third round. I love it. But um, our our final our our great eight, you know, when it all got whittled down, 
It was um, Mater, Mater from uh, Cars, Remy, Russell, Mike Wazowski, for uh, no Merida from Brave. She beat oh, Forky, yeah, 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 three to two. I was on the Forky team, but Merida beat Forky. <laughs> Sully from Monsters, Elastigirl from Incredibles, and Woody. Those, that, those were our great eight. I like it. And um, drum roll, please, but the champion, you know, the, this guy, he just could not be beat. Uh, nobody could stand up to him. But uh, in the championship match, it was Sully versus Mater, and Mater took it 5 0. What? 5 0? 5 0. Yeah, Mater was dominant, bro. <laughs> I don't think we would have started out saying he was the greatest character, the greatest Pixar character ever. I think maybe oh. we would have said Woody or something. Yo, Woody, Woody, yeah. But Mater, uh, let me tell you, the, he ran the table like this. He beat Darla. What is Darla from? I can't remember what she's from, but he I beat know. her 5-0. Then he beat Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco, 4-1. <laughs> then, no, no, wait, that's Woody. Where, where's Mater? Mater. Oh, here he is. Mater. Mater. He beat the Underminer in round one, 5-0. Jesse from Toy Story in round two, 5-0. Bonnie from Toy Story in round three, 5-0. Sherry from Monsters University in round four, 5-0. Remy from Ratatouille, in the grade eight, 5-0. Wow. Wazowski from Monsters, Inc., 4-1. And then he dominated solely <laughs> 5-0 in the championship. Wow. Yeah, Coming Mater. in from the back. Yep. Nice. All right. So Mater has won the, in the Pixar whole, bracket. Yeah, yeah. The Holdridge Family Pixar Bracket Challenge. Good for Mater, man. I, I like hearing that. Good for him. I mean, if you just think about it, he's hilarious. He is. He's the best. Well, thanks for asking. That, that wraps up a listening. great episode <laughs> of the challenge and the winner of the Holdridge Family Pixar bracket. So, everyone, be blessed. This is good Let's stuff. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. Okay, my last little thing is that oh. what? Okay, so what are we titling the challenge? Is it just the challenge? What I'm is just it? going Calvary Challenge. You know, Calvary it's challenge. too long to be like the, the Calvary Monterey shelter in place challenge. <laughs> but by saying that I'm calling it the Calvary challenge, I don't want that to mean that in the future, I'm not allowed to usher a new challenge. Yes. I reserve the right pastorally to usher a new challenge in the future. You heard it uh, here first. Yeah. But right now this is the current Calvary challenge. You can check it out at calvary.com slash challenge. I love it. So I'm just going to ask everybody to when you are doing your challenge, you can be doing any one of the five rules. If you feel so led to, shoot a photo, take some video, post it online, and just go hashtag Calvary Challenge. It'd be so like fun it. to see those things and to see what you guys are doing and how you guys are doing each step of the challenge. So this is going on for the whole shelter in place. So we got some time at least a month right now it sounds like so um good luck godspeed to everyone and uh have a great month 
Any closing words, Nate? No, man. Let's do it. All right. I'm starting tomorrow. You starting tomorrow? Uh, yes, tomorrow. Let's go. All right. Thanks, Calvary. See ya.